0: Hello, Googleization Nation, and welcome to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, a GGG Unleashed podcast with thought leaders, Human Works 8. I'm Ira Wolf, and I'm Jason Cochran. In each of Human Works 8's episodes, we will cover practical insights, tips, and executable activities to get you thinking about the future of culture development in your organization. Let's begin. Welcome, friends. My name is Sean Golias, and I am the thought catalyst with Human Works 8. And you are listening to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, part of the Geeks, Geezers, Googleization Unleashed series. And remember, now that I'm unleashed, there's no putting the toothpaste back into the tube. I hope you'll join me each and every month as we think about culture and culture and people, culture and strategy culture and teamwork, culture and mattering. If you are a business founder, HR leader, or simply passionate about strong organizational culture, join me in wondering about what's ahead to build strong business cultures that spark engagement and align people around shared values and purpose. You will leave every month with some new thoughts and some tangible tools to guide your cultural journey and aid in bringing aliveness to your organization. Are you ready to bring work to life and life to work? I am, let's go. Today, I wanna talk about and share with you some thoughts around the importance of shared core values and the integration of an organization's value system into all parts of its people touch points. Culture and values. This is a critical piece of the people puzzle because everyone believes. Everyone takes action based on their beliefs, the effective part of our minds. It all starts there. And values are at the foundation of an organization and at the heart of the individual. What is something I'm passionate about? Core values and the core value touch points. I've seen when the focus and elevation actions in that area has impacted an organization's culture in many bottom line ways, as well as seeing organizations flounder when values are undiscovered, unclear, and unlived. Some of you may have heard me speak about this topic because it's probably the topic I get asked to talk about time and again, and it may not be in the way you were thinking, the lack of values. Instead, It usually comes in the form of a challenge. Sean, we have core values. I can show you the plaque in the executive conference room to prove it. You know how I respond? Let's go. I'd love to see that plaque. But I also ask, are you okay if I give you some honest feedback on what I find engraved on it? And that usually causes a pause, but it's never stopped the tour because they think, how could Sean not like our value words? They're perfect, they sound so professional, and you cannot disagree with any of them. Do you wanna know what the reality is? According to Gallup, just 23% of US employees strongly agree that they can apply their organization's values to their work, and only 27% agree that they believe in these words on that plaque. I love this challenge. It brings me such great joy to help an organization see their current values or discover what their values are if they haven't put the energy there. So today I want to share human works Eight thinking around what makes strong core values and how an organization must elevate their current value words and statements or discover them new through a process of conversation and storytelling. So go get yours right now if you don't know them by heart pause me right here. You don't hear that very often in a podcast, but pause or turn me off for a moment and print out your organizational core values or write them down and really see if they align to some of the points I'll be talking about today. I hope it will energize you to take action and elevate them both in meaning and in use and in application across your humanscape. That may be a new word or a way of thinking about your culture at work. Not a landscape as you view the world outside, but rather a humanscape in your organization. And that's built around how you purposefully take action around the foundational elements of your culture, starting with core values. So let's go back to that tour to see that values plaque. Is everyone back with me after that pause? You have your values in front of you. Well, you may be wondering, what do I find and how do I react? I can tell you, nine times out of ten, I find a list of words that are rather ordinary business words, such as integrity, leadership, innovation, sustainability. Sometimes a new word pops up like an inspiration. My response is usually very similar. Good business words but I can tell you they sure don't stir my passion and make me want to commit to working here with you right now. They sound like I could be working anywhere with anyone. And today, that's just not enough. Your core values must inspire me and make me say to myself, I want to work there. I want to be a part of that. That's the new humanscape you are trying to create and evolve to at your organization. Core values are not for a boardroom. They're not for PowerPoint presentations. They're meant to be lived and acted on in every role, every job, in every team, every single day. During a time of tough talent shortages and difficult challenges in engaging and acquiring new employees, values-based cultures have the upper hand and have shown to be more successful in reaching new talent. And during a time of marketplace volatility, values-based cultures bring your organization's employment and customer brand story to life and ensure sustainability. They demonstrate a company's interest in things beyond money. This can keep teams performing at a high level even during temporary declines in revenue. Connecting more employees to an organization's core values has been proven to lower absenteeism. Fewer safety incidents occur and overall improvements in quality. So how do you get there? How do you either elevate your current language or discover new values language? How do you create your unique core values that aren't like anyone else's and are felt at the moment you enter your organizational headquarters or meet anyone on the team. How do you begin changing the human scape of your business? Maybe you're asking yourself, why should you want to? Yes, Sean, you sort of talked about some things that it could impact. Well, I think you have to answer these three questions. Do you want to attract, engage, and retain top talent? Do you want to build commitment and energy toward your organization's purpose and goals? Do you want it all to make sense? If you answered with a resounding yes to those three questions, we're simpatico. If you answered with any no's, Save your time, press pause now, move on to something else. Who's still with me? Because if you are with me, I wanna share some core value insights to help you think differently about this concept. Remember, if everyone believes, you must give them something to believe in, which allows them as a member of your organization to rally around and align to their personal values. In my last podcast, I shared my personal values, so head back there to learn more about how my values make me uniquely me, but let's focus on the organizational core values. In Human Works 8's methodology, we have three standards that strong core values must live up to. Number one, they must be gutsy. They must be authentic. I must feel them within your walls or on Zoom calls. There's a rhyme there, in your walls or on Zoom calls. I have to get a sensory reaction to them. Really feel them. Number two, they must be unique, using words and language that is unlike anyone else. And number three, they must be active, something you can do. Team members need to know how to do them. So if that's what they should be, what shouldn't they be? I have three things for you to consider here. Number one is table stakes, bottom lines, permission to play. That no matter the business, you would never hire or retain someone without one of these. One of those is integrity. A great word. I found it on the plaque. But would you ever hire or keep someone who did not have it? Of course not. Your value should not be something everyone should be. Speaking of everyone, did you know over 50% of Fortune 500 companies have integrity as one of their core values? And you do want to know what the top five core values for Fortune 500 companies are. Maybe you've heard these words. Maybe they're in your list that you're looking at right now, wherever you are. Integrity, teamwork, innovation, customer service, respect. You can't say no to any of those words, but you can discover how your organization does them in your unique way. That's where the magic is so that's number one Values should not be table stakes permission to play ideas number two they shouldn't be occasional or only applicable to a few core values are never exclusionary they should always apply to everyone everywhere in any role here's where sometimes a word like innovative can apply to certain teams in a company but is not expected from everyone A core value should not be something you only need to be sometimes and in certain situations. And the third thing to think about, core values should never be aspirational. They are who you are right now, not what you want or wish to be sometime in the future because it sounds good. Because guess what? People will know right away if your values are not true and alive in your organization. One time, someone said their work value was work life balance. Boy, I opened my eyes wide and said, How do you achieve that? Do you want to know what they replied with? We don't. Then it's not a value, but maybe it's something you're developing or wanting to aspire to from a well being perspective. So I've talked about what core values are. Gutsy, unique, active, and what they're not, permission to play, occasional, aspirational. Now I want to talk about what I call the three indispensables. An organization's core values absolutely must address these three things. And I use a very sensory approach here on purpose. The three things are the life, the breath, and the touch. Let's start with the life. Core values must include your cultural belief around the life of the unique individuals who bring your company to life. How do you honor them? How do you give them the freedom to be themselves? How do you honor their uniqueness? Number two, the breath. What is your cultural belief around the idea of well-being of every person that works at your organization? How do you focus on keeping each and every pulse strong? And the third, core values must include your cultural belief around the touch. Who are you trying to touch and impact in the world? This is where organizations have created a cultural human beyond compare. I worked at an organization where strong core values were alive each day. And I thought I would live and die there. I was committed until the organization merged, changed, and developed into a culture that was not aligned with my values. I could feel it almost instantly at the time and knew it by the end of six months. That experience was a great learning in my life and led me to passionately support others in their focus on core values. But are gutsy, unique, and active core values enough? Not on their own you must consider how to incorporate your new values across the human scape of your business in what we refer to as the 12 people touch points. Before I share the 12 touch points, I want you to think how core values can better bring these elements alive, connect everything, and make everything make sense to an employee. Here are the 12 core value people touch points. Number one, communication. How does your organization communicate internally to employees and externally to candidates, partners, and customers? How can your values impact that? Number two, DEI and belonging. How does your organization attract, welcome, and honor the individuals of diverse beliefs and backgrounds? That's one of those indispensables, the life. Number three, offboarding. How does your organization exit employees, plan transition, and engage alumni? The next is orientation and onboarding. How does your organization engage employees in their first 90 days and then beyond? The next is performance management. How does your organization assess, redirect, and enhance employee performance and growth? And is there a values connection? Yes, there is. Halfway six, Processes and policies. How does your organization follow documented approaches to front stage and backstage business practices and set guidelines and expectations for employee behavior? And where does employee behavior come from? Values. Number seven, recognition. How does your organization celebrate employees who live company values, surpass success criteria, and affect positive change? Number eight, strategy and planning. How does your organization lay out its vision and action plan creating a clear line of sight that connects each person's work to organizational milestones. That starts with your values. They provide direction to strategy and planning. The next is surveying. How does your organization collect feedback from every employee and take action in a way that values perspectives and addresses opportunities? Number 10, talent discovery and optimization. How does your organization discover, attract, and hire new talent aligned with your company values, and the affective, cognitive, and cognitive needs of each role. Eleven is training and development. How does your organization develop employees and measure the success of growth and learning opportunities at all levels? And finally, a topic we've already talked about, well-being. How does your organization prioritize individual well-being and enable employees to be their best selves at work, at home, and at play? Wow. That's more that we can unpack in one short podcast, but I'm hoping it provides at least a vision for you on how core values can be incorporated into each one of those touch points so the speaking with one voice of a culture is brought to life in actionable ways. Do you wanna learn more about elevating or discovering your organizational core values? More about the 12 touch points? maybe you want to get my gut reaction to one of your values as if you had shown it to me on your plaque. I'd love that. Reach out to continue the conversation. You can find me on LinkedIn or at Sean at humanworks8.com. And if you want to see some real life examples of core values being elevated or discovered, check out our website, humanworks8.com. I look forward to every month focusing on a new culture and topic. And if I got you wondering about your core value touch points in culture today, then I encourage you to keep the conversation going on LinkedIn through my Wondering Wednesday posts and dialogue. Each Wednesday I share what I'm wondering about. Sometimes it comes from a client challenge. Sometimes it comes from a core values plaque. Come wonder with me and see you next month on Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning about the future of workplace cultures. We'll be back next month with HumanWorks 8 for another episode. But until then, please visit their website for additional resources at HumanWorks8.com. Until next time, don't let the shift hit your plans.